Books can take us around the world. They can take us to the intimate spaces of human experiences. And they can help us grow through their words. Stay tuned for People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. Morning everybody and happy Black Friday to you all. I am Janice Leibovitz. I hope there are some of you out there, not all at the shops, not all online. You are our People of the Book. Very exciting lineup for you this morning. Um, we have Cooley Roberts later for you in studio chatting to me about her latest book, Siren, her new debut book. Um, if you'll remember, if you were listening to me last week, I had our newsreader, Lindiwe, chatting to me about the book. And today we have the author herself, our South African icon. And just in case you are doubting, whether she is, in fact, an icon herself. The numbers do not lie. 119,000 followers on Instagram, 538,000 followers on Twitter. And yes, I admit I am one of those many thousands. I will be chatting to her a bit later on the show about the book, about her life, and about who Cooley Roberts is. But let's get the heavy stuff out of the way first. And... Earlier this week, and towards the end of last week, there was a visitor in Johannesburg by the name of Dr. Michael Robertson. He was visiting the Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide Center. And in case you don't know who he is, he is a consultant psychiatrist, clinical associate, professor of mental health ethics at the Sydney, mental health ethics at the Sydney Health Ethics Center at the University of Sydney and a visiting Professorial Fellow at the Sydney Jewish Museum. He has been visiting with his wife, Dr. Edwina Light, who is also quite a highly esteemed individual. She's a postdoctoral research fellow, also at the Sydney Health Ethics Centre at the University of Sydney and a visiting fellow at the Sydney Jewish Museum. And they have been here, they, I think they are currently in Durban. I know they've been travelling around the country. They have been here promoting their book, which is called The First Into the Dark. It's about the Nazi persecution of the disabled. And the book has been compiled from eyewitness accounts, records, and case files. It narrates a history of the victims, perpetrators, opponents to, and witnesses of what is known as the Krankenmorder, which is the murder of the sick and disabled during the Nazi regime. It posts poses deep questions about end-of-life decision-making, reproduction and contemporary genetics, disability, human rights and atonement for the past. And the book is available free of charge on download or by online order at utsepress.lib.uts.edu.au. I'll repeat that, utsepress.lib.uts.edu.au. It is a free download or free to order online. If you prefer, you can visit the Holocaust and Genocide Center in Johannesburg and give a 300 rand donation for that book. And I will be right back after the break. I love it. 
This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. And we are back. And as I said, soon I will have my guest, Krilly Roberts, live in studio. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask Krilly, you can SMS them through on 34519 or send them through on Telegram. 061-895-1019 and I will be chatting to her live in studio shortly. It's coming up to holidays and if you have been wondering what books you're going to read on your holiday, I've done all the homework for you. I've done some research. I have looked up what were the top books, the most popular books of 2019. I will let you know what they were. Online, these are some of the most popular books that made it into the top lists, top ten lists, top five lists. I looked on a few sites and I am going to let you know which books kept popping up on all of the lists. And I've got Kuli in, in the studio. And I, are you reaching for your pen and paper? I'm not Don't sure. Don't even joke. That's exactly what I was doing. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was doing. So um, I am going to let you know. And obviously all these books I will post on our Facebook page later on. So you'll be able to pick these up later. First one up, and I've heard a lot about this. And I must be honest, I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. Okay. Have you read it? Not yet. Not yet. It's about um, a rock band, a fictitious rock band. Okay. Um, apparently, I did pick it up in one of the stores. Mm-hmm. It's it's done in the form of, of an interview. It's not actually written as a novel. It's That's quite it's done in the form of, of an interview. It's it's yes, like you know, like they did the Harry Potter books, the later ones, in the form of scripts. Yes. This yes. is done in the form nice, of interviews. Nice. So it's Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I'll give you a short synopsis Everyone knows Daisy Jones and the Six The band's album Aurora Came to define the rock and roll era of the late 70s And an entire generation of girls Wanted to grow up to be Daisy But no one knows the reason behind the group's split On the night of their final concert At Chicago Stadium on July 12, 1979 Until now Daisy is a girl coming of age in L.A. in the late 60s, sneaking into clubs on the Sunset Strip, sleeping with rock stars, and dreaming of singing at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go. The sex and drugs are thrilling, but it's the rock and roll she loves most. By the time she's 20, her voice is getting noticed, and she has the kind of heedless beauty that makes people do crazy things. Also getting noticed is The Six, a band led by the brooding Billy Dunn. On the eve of their first tour, his girlfriend Camilla finds out she's pregnant and with the pressure of impending fatherhood and fame, Billy goes a little wild on the road. Daisy and Billy cross paths when a producer realizes that the key to supercharged success is to put the two together. Nice. What happens next will become the stuff of legend. And you're saying it's doing well? Apparently, it did brilliantly this year. Well, mine's going to do well because it's very similar. Very, very, very similar. <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. I know. I, I love it. The making of that legend is chronicled in this riveting and unforgettable novel written as an oral history of one of the biggest bands of the 70s. And as I say, this is a fictitious band. Nice. So if you're trying to think back and thinking, I've never heard of these people, mm-hmm. they are made up. They don't exist. Taylor Jenkins Reid is a talented writer who takes her work to a new level with Daisy Jones and the Six, brilliantly capturing 
Stunning, a place and time in an utterly distinctive voice. Stunning, stunning. It was published in March. But um, readily available in bookshops and online if you read ebooks. Okay. So that's Daisy Jones and the Six. I like that. Another one that I know a lot of people have been talking about. Um, quite a sad book. I'm not sure whether you would class this as holiday reading, but I know has been very popular. A lot of word on the street about this. The Beekeeper of Aleppo. Gully, have you heard of this one? What is it? Is it about poaching? No, it's not. It's um, it's about refugees. Actually. Oh, jeez. Um, um, the unforgettable love story of a mother blinded by loss and her husband who insists on their survival as they undertake the Syrian refugee trail to Europe. Ooh, that's heavy. It, it is very heavy. Mm-hmm. It's by Christy Leftery. I always get that wrong. Christy Leftery. And this is what it is about. Apparently, it is a beautiful book. And it's about Nuri, who is a beekeeper, his wife, Afra, who is an artist. They live a simple life, rich in family and friends, in the beautiful Syrian city of Aleppo until the unthinkable happens. When all they care for is destroyed by war, they are forced to escape. But what Afra has seen is so terrible, she has gone blind. Oh. And imagine, she's an artist, mm, mm, mm. and she has gone blind. And so they must embark on a perilous journey through Turkey and Greece towards an uncertain future in Britain. Wow. On the way, Nuri is sustained by the knowledge that waiting for them is Mustafa, his cousin and business part- partner, who has started an apiary and is teaching fellow refugees in Yorkshire to keep bees. As Nuri and Afra travel through a broken world, they must confront not only the pain of their own unspeakable loss, loss, but dangers that would overwhelm the bravest of souls. Above all, they must journey to find each other again. Moving, powerful, compassionate, and beautifully written, Mm. the beekeeper of Aleppo is a testament to the triumph of the human spirit It is the kind of book that reminds us of the power of storytelling. It was published in August and obviously extremely relevant. It's, it sounds beautiful to our world today. Exactly. Yes. And, and, and if you don't, if you're not a history buff, it's, it's great to read because you're not getting to, you're not reading a history book, but you're learning a lot. Absolutely. Mm. It's current. It's current. It's it's a, it, 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 it gives you a, it's, it's like a fly on the wall, like my book, you know, fly, fly on the wall of the entertainment in the, of the entertainment industry. Yes. That is quite sad. Absolutely. <laughs> that is The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Leftery. More after the break with me, Janice Leibovitz and Cooley Roberts. I love it when you read to me. This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. I am back. I'm back with Quilly Roberts live in studio. And if you have any questions for Quilly about her book, her life, you can SMS them through on 34519 or by telegram on 061-895-1019. So, right, we were talking about books earlier, but now we're going to talk about you, Quilly. Spotlight on you. Again. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I felt it, it feels like when I was at UCT and I used to walk around with a ne- neck brace and just go and visit the boys. 
just for the f- um, sake of it. Just for the attention. Just for the attention, yeah. yeah. So that's what not? I did now. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, let me write this book. <laughs> <laughs> but you actually started off, I mean, everyone knows you as a fashion and beauty icon yes. and because of the TV shows and the TV presenting, mm-hmm. but you actually started off more... In the writing field, you started off as an editor, you started off in Fair Lady and as a gossip columnist in U Magazine mm-hmm. and Drum mm-hmm. and, it started, and off with lady, it started off with Lady Anne Barnard. Uh, my thesis was about the fact that she was writing all these letters to the English about the Cape. So I thought, hmm, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a, a gossip columnist. And uh, like you said, that's what happened. Then it was Drum Magazine and Pace Magazine. Yes, and that, that was that was actually your background. You started off with writing. Yes, and and writing various genres, um, whether it was gossip or um, or an actual beauty article um, or, 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 or basically. Just various genres within um, the writing world. So back then, yes. So you started off like that, and mm. then at the time, did you say, "Right, I'm going to start here"? And there was I'm, no plan. There was no plan. There was no plan. No, I from UCT it was straight to um, um, ANC. Then it was Fair Lady, and um, and then it was U Magazine writing gossip, and then it was Pace Magazine. I was the editor, and then it was Sunday World. I was the associate editor, and then it was Sunday Sun, and then it was Sunday Times Zimbabwe, where my column was translated, and um, it was syndicated. So back then it was, so how did you then evolve into, was it because of the gossip side of things and the fashion and beauty that you evolved? Onto TV. How did I get onto TV? I honestly don't know how I got into TV. It wasn't a plan. It wasn't a plan to get into TV at all. I mean, I, I mean, it's the personality that got me into TV. Possibly. You, yeah. you have a very vibrant personality. Yeah, because I mean, ultimately, all we want to do is we want to get the message across and the message is basically not a lie. So they, um, um, because you, you don't lie, they're like, oh, you'll be great for gossip. Come to be a, a gossip columnist. Oh, you got a pretty face. Hey, let's put you in front of a camera. So that's how I got into TV. And I've done about 10 shows, which is, which is great. Yeah. Yes, you've done, you've done a which fortune is, of shows. Which is why I could then write a book about the industry because I've got, you know, the ins and outs of the industries. You know, I can talk about, um, you know, we can, um, we can talk about everything and anything. And obviously there's some I can't give you, some juice, but hey. <laughs> so, talking about that. Yes. So, obviously. Yes. A lot. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, and I, and I do work loosely in the industry, working a lot in social media. Mm-hmm. A lot, or I would guess most of what is in the book has actually happened and does actually happen within the industry. Yes, but um, that was like a diluted version. Worse things happen. Good grief. Yes. Okay, so for those who don't know, we're talking about Cruddy's book, Siren. I'm holding it up. You can't see that. We're on radio. I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, Siren is about Zinkle. Yes. Basically, Zinkle is Siren. Yes. And I'll I'll read the, the blurb at the back. Abandoned by her philandering father at birth, Zinkle is now Johannesburg's newest it girl. This is the story of how she becomes known to the world as Siren. Siren wants to be more than a lead story for the tabloids. She wants to be a star. And I mean, I, I can't imagine how many girls this applies to. Yeah. You know, across, I, I, across the globe. Yeah. Really. And irrespective of vocation as well, we all want to be the best that we can be. Yes, what we're doing. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The novel follows her journey within the heart of the entertainment industry on and off screen. She navigates a life of drama, hot sex, 
And I mean, this is not for the faint heart. No, no. There no, is no, a no. lot of sex a in lot. the book. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Drugs and scandal. Zinke lives through a sham marriage, a stint as the lover of a Nollywood high roller. Tell us for those who don't know, what is Nollywood? Uh, we know you have Hollywood. Yes, and, and then, Bollywood. Yes. yes. So Hollywood is America, is in America, Bollywood, India, and then Nollywood, Nigeria. Okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a basic it's a film industry. Yes. 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 Um, sex parties and an affair with a football star. Yes. She bed hops from man to powerful man. Yes. Overcoming cattiness, rivalry, cheating and dodgy agents. Well, apart from the dodgy agents. Yes. You know, the, the, the cattiness, the rivalry, the cheating, I, I think that applies to women in every industry, this on what, every level. This is exactly why the book is relatable, um, um, to everyone and for everyone because the, these things happen. And, uh, and, and then through nepotism and through, um, um, uh, what do you call it, um, deception, think, things don't always go uh, the, the way that you think that they're gonna go. You know, it's not, this is not utopia. So strange things end up happening to her and she ends up having to compromise a lot of herself. But, um, she makes the decision, which is the difference between, be, between, be, between being, um, um, what do you call it, um, when they steal girls? Drug, uh, being trafficked. Yeah, exactly. Trafficked, yes. Yeah, so, so there are choices there. And she's, 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 she's very strong. And, and the other great thing that we tackle in the book is we tackle colorism, which is very important in the black community. The, the, the lighter you the are. Albinism, yes. No, no, not even albinism. No, no, no. We're talking, are we still talking colorism? We t- so, so we're still talking melanin. So we're talking about the fact that the, the lighter, the yellower you, yes. you are, the more attractive you are, are seen in the black community. And Uzinjle Usayan is, um, is very, very light in complexion. Her father is, yes, is, is, is Caucasian, yes. yes. So, um, what ends up happening is that she, the, the book looks at the fact that um, dark, uh, um, light-skinned girls are also oppressed as much as the dark-skinned girls. Maybe not as much, but they are all, uh, they are also oppressed in the sense that she gets trafficked because she's a yellow bone. That's what they call them, yes. the yellow ones. And they actually have um, like parties where the dark-skinned girl can't go in, and it's only for yellow bone parties. So we talk about um, colorism and things that affect the, the, the black community right now. Right, but I think there's also the issue of. Women don't boost each other. No. They are too busy putting each other down to, to build themselves up. Yes. And they don't do enough to encourage each other to get ahead. No. We, we should be, you know, the hashtag my tribe and all that. Yeah, yeah. There isn't enough of that really. There is enough of that, but there's sometimes there's, there's reasons, you know, sometimes someone is really a nasty person and that's yes. why you don't want to be around them. It's not that because they're a woman. And the great thing about this book is that um, she has an amazing solid relationship with her mother. And I was going to mention yes. that. Her relationship with Mabel, and mm. Mabel is actually the one who who initially says to her um, when they they watch TV when when she's yes. still quite young, yes. she says to her, "Excuse me, why aren't you on TV? Yes. You said you were going yes. to be famous. You yes. said you were going to be an actress. Why aren't you there?" And she remembers when she was young. She says, "Did I say that? Mm. Was it a dream? Did I used to say that?" And she recalls eventually that she did say yes. that. And it's because of her mother mm. who encourages her and pushes her and and has built her up. Mm. And it's always there. Yes. She 
she is always there, there for her regardless of how many times she falls down. Yes, and and that's the the, the reason that was very important um, 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 to me was that's the kind of relationship I wanted to have with my mother because I was raised in boarding schools. You know, when you're raised in boarding schools, it's completely different to the relationship that you see here with whatever happens to her. Her mother's always there. You lose the bond. You lose the bond. So um, for me, it was you know it's as you know how it is indirectly. You you write your own little dreams in, in, in fiction, and thank goodness it's called fiction because you because you yes. can. Yes, that gives you license. Exactly. To create. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, one of the scenes, um, she actually goes. Mabel goes to um the the, the father uh, the father's um work to get money because I mean she can't look after this baby yes. by herself. And I remember that a uh, similar incident happened to me, which is obviously what inspired it, where I went to Fair Lady in Cape Town um to go and uh, to go for a job interview, and because my helper hadn't pitched, I wasn't obviously going to leave the little one at home, so I took her with me and I left her at reception and I got the job. So the point is that you know it's, it's about resilience and it's about um the book is you know you feel like once again a fly on the wall about what what happens within the industry. Looking at percentages, yes, how much of a percentage? How much of this is actually based on your own life? Um. I, I, I like to have a lot of sex, um, so I, I would probably say probably about forty percent. Not a lot of things happen in my life. A lot of and things happen more, to there's her. More than forty percent of the book is sex. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. It's, it's, it's not about me. It is a novel. It is not an autobiography. No, I'm, I'm just saying. This, no, this this book. I, I I'm not saying that this book is yes. is an autobiography. It's yes. not a memoir yes. by any stretch yes. of the imagination. <laughs> and I don't think anyone would think it is. But I think that people would see that it is based and grounded in reality. Yes. Yes. This is stuff that happens. Yes. To everyone. Very and, much. And, and, and the reversals of fortunes and thing where you're put in situations that you've never been in and you don't know how to get out of it and it was also very um, easy to write because we are all, a lot of us are in the situation where one day you've got a job and the next day you don't and ultimately no one is there for you, you've got to look after yourself and it depends and, and, and it's all about up to what you do and and Ulanduza, Mabel, as well as Uzinkle who becomes Siren are strong female characters who teach us that hey, we can do it Absolutely, and talk to me also about within, uh, quite early on in the book Within the space of, I think, two or three pages, mm. you deal with the issue of xenophobia. Yes. Also, yes. very current, yes. very relevant. Yes. yes, And the issue of an attempted rape. Yes. Or attempt, an, an, an attempted sexual attack, mm-hmm. which she then feels that she can't go and tell anyone about. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's all of us. That's yes. A lot of women, we freeze. Yes, she doesn't go home and tell her mother. No. She doesn't go and say anything. But that, 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 that is reality, but and that is the scariest totally. thing: is that we live in this society where we're supposedly free, but we're not free. Where you're doing a campaign on gender-based violence, and it's happening to you at home, but you and, can't I mean, say and we are within these 16 exactly. days of, of activism. Mm. And so, I think that was once again a reflection of how women um, respond to being harassed because they be harassed all the time. And also, she was extremely young at the yeah. time. She was she was still in her teens, yeah. and had no clue. And this was also something also that happens and is extremely real. Someone who she knew well, mm. someone she was familiar with and comfortable yeah. with, and had no idea how to react to yeah. it. So therefore, said nothing. Nothing. Which is what happens to a lot of us. A lot of us go home. Everyone thinks that we're fine, but we've been sexually harassed at work. But we say nothing because you don't want to rock the boat or you don't want to destabilize everything. 
or, or you excuse it. Like she excused it by saying, "Oh well, he he'd been drinking." Yeah, and, no, of course. Oh well, of course. And it's just him, and and she's and familiar with him, and he's a friendly guy. And then you and end up being feeling guilty. Yes, that's and how we're socialized. Yes. What, 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 you know, that's crazy. So these are the relevant topics. Also, topics like gender bias. Mm. I mean, the sex parties. Mm. The sex parties, the sex parties. Remember, um, Sally Kubrick. Yes. I uh, remember Eyes Wise, Eyes, Eyes Wide, wide Open. Wide Open, one of his worst movies. <laughs> there was a scene with Nicole Kidman and, and Tom Cruise in just black cloaks. That's where Absolutely. I came from. You can, can you see it? Yes. The, 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 just, it, the, the, it, it, it is, it is, um, it is high caliber. They, 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 they're rich. They are exotic. They are beautiful. And they just do what they want. And it's just for anything, the men's pleasure. Yeah, anything is mm, possible. Mm. Anything goes. Everything and everyone is available. Yes. And, they, and, they, and you can't go in there if you're dark skinned. Because it's a yellow bone party. Yes. That was the difference. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, every drug is available. Opulence, every everything. Possible. It's just over the top. Yeah. It's um, debauchery. Totally. Yeah. Think of totally. the Romans and the grapes. Yes. Yes. And, 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 you know, literally people like fanning with, with those, those big leaves and things like that. And people, people live like that. that. Yes. People live like they that. Do. In 2019 in South Africa. Yes. You know, you go home, you're thinking, about, oh, you know what a quiet neighborhood. Meanwhile, you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So what are you hoping to achieve with this book? Are you hoping to just, you wrote a book, you, you wrote a story, and you want people to obviously buy it. Mm. That is the mm. point. Mm. Is there, there's obviously a message that I you're want, trying to get. I, 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 want, I want you, I want people to realize that the entertainment industry is absolutely fantastic. But at the end of the day, you're on your own. You could lose your job at any minute, whether you've got a contact or not. So you've got to save. This whole thing of walking around with LV um, bags when you haven't paid your rent, that nonsense must stop. You, 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 you have a, it's a job. You are not anointed by anyone. It is a J. It's it's a, it's a job, so 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 take it seriously, respect it, and and, and also um, the the book is relevant to everyone because this could these things happen to 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 to, to, to women everywhere. So I want people to buy it so that they can learn how to look after themselves and also to realize that, you know what, the entertainment industry is not all that glamorous all the time. There's also quite a commentary here about agents. Agents, yes. And, and, and also about trust. You know, you go, you go to a new city, you're looking for an agent and you figure this woman is the same race as I am. She is um, the same gender. Everything will be fine. But then the, the woman ends up pimping you. Yes, because that is how agents are more or less described in it, this book. Yes, she basically... They're not nice people. Not, not, not nice people at all. They basically want their cut. I mean, it, it starts off with her saying she's doing her a favor. She's not going to take the enrollment fee. What enrollment fee? You must give me a job and then you'll get to, your cut. Don't talk to me about enrollment. So I think what we're doing also is that in this book is, is that I'm teaching. This is how the industry should be working. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be an enrollment fee. You should, the, the agent should actually get you the work and then take the fee. Absolutely. And things, that. things like, you know, you're expected to pay for your photos and no, your No, 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 she must do that, all of that. The agent must do all of that. Right. So, so there's a lot that I'm teaching and, 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 and also, you know, there's a lot of sex, so there's a lot of fun as well. Um, it's a, it's a nice holiday read, but it's basically to say, hey, watch out. This is the world. It's not utopia. Well, it's a fabulous holiday read. No, it's, this a is, fabulous it's, holiday read it's, it's a fabulous holiday read, babe. It's a fabulous holiday read. read. It's a, and the thing is, what I'm saying to people is that this, this could happen to anyone. Could happen to you. Could happen to anyone. No, definitely. So look after yourself. 
everyone is just out for number one. Exactly. That is the bottom yeah, line. Yeah. It is the bottom line. And save, line. Lala, save my angels. That's all I'm saying is just save. Look after yourself. Mm. But we're not, we're not trying to say that this is just a cautionary tale and it's a, you know, this is just a message and everything. It's a fun book. It's, 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 it's a fabulous. Fun book. And, and also what's fun about it is the cover. I just read lips. I've been wearing red lips since the, I think I was. The cover like, is a lot of fun. I was 15. The cover is a lot of fun and it's a very standout cover. Yes. When you go into a shop and when you go into a bookshop, this cover is going to jump out at you and it's going to say, buy me. By me. That's what it says. It stand out. It's and it's what I love about it is well, it's, like, it's very it's, it's it's very reflective of South African in terms of um it's got every it's got everyone it's got the blacks it's got the whites it's got the coloured it's got the Indians it's got everyone so it would be great it, it, it would be a great read for someone who's in like I don't know Pakistan or wherever somewhere far away out of South Africa to get to know a bit more about South Africa and it is a wonderful change from all the political and sports books yes that generally seem to be. And all those get all the cover and all those lying autobiographies on some like I was like no you're lying we were there all the <laughs> memoirs <laughs> and all that it, it is it is really a great change and I'm not putting down those books they have no, their place no, no. they do have their place and that is just generally where our background tends to be in South Africa there is not a lot of fiction that gets coverage here and our fiction writers are fabulous let me tell you South African fiction writers are among some of the most brilliant writers in the world They rank up there Let mm, me tell you nice. We don't know about them We don't hear about them I'm going to tell you about a book That's just come out From one of our writers Nice And it's been published internationally By an international publisher I'm going to tell you about it shortly Kuli is going to stay put Because I'm going to tell her about it as well But we need to know more about South African fiction Completely And we need, I think, to, we need to write our own stories And I think Kuli is helping to change that landscape thank you so much thank for that thank you very much and we are going to be back after the break I love it when you read to me this is people of the book with Janice Leibovitz I am back I still have Kuli Roberts in studio with me we are having a fabulous discussion about fiction about her book Siren which is available in stores right now. It is a fabulous holiday read. I suggest you go and get it. Not for the faint-hearted, but it really is a great <laughs> holiday read. I was saying it's especially for the faint-hearted. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's a, it's a really great book. I suggest you go and get it for your holidays. Pack it in that holiday bag, in that beach bag. And as I was saying before, a great book that has just come out, because we were saying that I think... A lot of people have an aversion when they hear it's a South African book and they, they say, sad. oh, no, I don't read South African. That's something I hear a lot. Are they, are they, do they think that we are all Wilbur Smith? Yeah, and, and they, they see those books and they, they think, oh, no, I don't read that because they, they, they think about politics, sport, memoirs, and um, I think they think about elephants or things in the yeah. wild and things like that. And let me tell you, we have some great authors here. And there is a book that has just been released by a really, really fabulous young author. Mm-hmm. Her name is Hayde, um, Amy Haydenrich. Mm-hmm. I hope I pronounced that right. I've asked her a million Sorry, times. Amy. Sorry, Amy, mm-hmm. if I got that wrong. It's called The Pact. Nice. It's actually her second international release. Okay. It's published by Zafra Overseas. I think locally they're represented by Jonathan Ball Publishers. Okay. 
And her first book was called Shame on You. Ooh. And it was a lot about the impact of social media, okay. which was brilliant. Mm. This is about what if a prank leads to murder. Oh, yeah. I've started reading it. It is one of those books that you say, oh, just one more page, just one more oh, page. Oh. And before you know it, yeah. it's like two o'clock in the morning. Stunning. And it, it's one of those. What's it's, it called again? It's called The Pact. The Pact, okay. By Amy Haydenrich. Nice one, Amy. And short synopsis, mm. when Freya arrives at her dream job with the city's hottest startup, she can't wait to begin a new and exciting life, including dating her new colleague, Jay. However, Nicole, Jay's ex and fellow employee, seems intent on making her life a misery. And let me tell you, Amy's description of Nicole I mean, you will picture her in your mind, mm-hmm. and you will just she'll she'll give you chills. She's, mm. She describes her as this cold. She she it's brilliant. Her description, her characterization is outstanding. It really is. So after a big deadline, where Nicole continually picks on her, Freya snaps and tells Jay about the bullying, and together they concoct a revenge prank. The next morning, Nicole is found dead mm. in her apartment. Is this just a prank gone wrong, or does Freya know someone who is capable of murder, and could she be next? Mm, 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 mm. Now, as I say, I started reading this, and it's just one of those books where you think you'll just have one more page, and then you'll go to sleep. Oh, and I love it's, that. it's unputdownable. Nice. Let me tell you, nice. it is. And if you, if you know Amy, and She's this very sunny kind of person. Mm. And hopefully I will be able to get her into studio and I'll be able to chat to her on air um, in the, the near future. But she's a very, she's a very open, friendly, happy person. And mm. how she's able to write something so intricately dark. And yeah, so menacing. No, but it's lovely though. It, it's amazing. It's, it's lovely because that's exactly what I, what, what I want to do with the sequel as well. Is, is, is you want to look at um, you know at, at other aspects of her life. How how do you get there? Because obviously there are a lot of people who are on death row didn't intend to be there. Yes, but, but sometimes, sometimes when you look at people, and you can see that that sort of menacing side, you think, mm, mm. don't like the look of them. They look like a bit of a serial killer. Look like a bit of a psychopath. You know. But sometimes you look at people and think, oh, such a lovely person. Mm. And then you read a book they've written and you think, hmm, something's lurking there. Yes. And where did that come from? Yes. The different layers. Amy, tell us the truth, Amy. What happened? Mm. Layers, layers. Layers. We love it. Very much mm. so. So this is The Pact. And as I, I say, like the name as well. Mm, Intriguing. Yes, mm. very much so. So who's made a pact and what is the pact wow. about? So look out for this one. Also, fabulous holiday read. Mm. And that's just been published, as I say, um, by Zafra. Okay. And I think they're represented by Jonathan Ball Publishers. Have you read it? I've started it. Okay. I'm about, um, I'm reading it on Kindle, actually. I think I'm about... I oh, thought, I thought Kindle, come on. Yes. Yeah, because I'm from the 70s, so I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I want that book, I'll get it from Manoah, Kindle. So okay. I so think, I thought, let me just read a couple of pages. I think I'm probably about 12% in already. Nice. So, yes. And, yes. You, and you're longing for it. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like life. Why is life getting in the way of this book? I mean. Yeah, you know, um, stuff like that. I love so. how calm you are. You're very relaxing. I feel very relaxed. 
Oh, I'm so pleased mm. I have that effect on you. You do. You do. <laughs> just, just stay awake. I'm just very pleased that we're in the studio and there's lovely air conditioning. I think I might choose to spend the day in here. And it's nice. Because the, the heat is, Outside is not, green, not yeah. doing it for me at the moment. So, um, remember, you can SMS us 34519, Telegram 0618951019. Also, you can always email me, books at chaifm.com. I do have to tell you, I am not going to be live in studio for the next two weeks. I will be away. Should be back on air for a week on the 20th of December and then back with you next year. So, yeah, holiday time. Everything's a bit, you know. Lucky fish. But, but jumping around and, but I think probably you people are as well. Mm. Our people of the book. So I hope you are getting your books together for your holiday, whether you're away, whether you're just taking some time off at home, even if you're still at work, working through the holidays, hopefully things will slow down for you and you will be getting a chance to read more than you might be doing when it's so hectic. And you must definitely get Siren. Yes, and Mm. you must definitely get Siren. Mm. Another book that made the rounds this year, I don't think we could do any book list without mentioning this, was The Moment of Lift from Melinda Gates. The Moment of Lift. Okay, okay, okay. And we'll chat quickly about that after the break. I love it when you read to me. This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. We are back. And before the break, I promised that we were going to chat about... Melinda Gates's book, The Moment of Lift, which was really the buzzword in books on everyone's um, lips this year. And of course, she was, I think, in the country. Yes, um, yes, I'm probably donating millions and trillions, which is absolutely fantastic. Yes, like, I which mean, is, that is incredible. The point of, you know, accumulating all that money to give it away. Yes, lots of empowerment for the yeah, women of our country. Yeah, it's brilliant. Hopefully, and hopefully it will go where it's meant to go. It won't. We know that. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. being our cynical selves, Sorry. you and me, clearly. I apologize. Um, yeah, uh, so do I, because mm-hmm. clearly we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, yeah, corruption at its best. Yeah. But um, these people do come here and that they, they're well-meaning. Yes. Yes. Um, so The Moment of Lift, How Empowering Women Changes the World by Melinda Gates. And apparently someone, I don't, uh, um, apparently Forbes magazine has classified her as the third most powerful woman in the world. I don't know how how these these kind is of, it because things of the, get is done. Is it because of the money? I, I'm not sure. I, 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 what impresses me is the fact that someone that wealthy still has the goal to care. The fact that she cares because she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. But I mean, what are you going to do with all that money? I mean, yeah, you know. But um, I don't know who decides who the most powerful women yeah. in the world are. I think I. I think differently. Yeah. I think the most powerful women are, you know, those people who are running, you know, those little creches in yes, their home. Yes, and, no, fully, fully. And, and, you know, getting the kids to come into their homes after school because yes. they have nowhere else to yes. go. Yes. To me, those are powerful no, no, women. I'm, I'm completely the you know, people running soup kitchens yes. and, and things like that. On the to ground. Me, yeah, from mm. the ground, grassroots mm. level. Mm. To me, those are powerful women. But anyway, um, whatever. Mm. 
And for the last 20 years, apparently, she has been on a mission. Her goal as co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has been to find solutions for people with the most urgent needs wherever they live. Wow. Throughout this journey, one thing has become increasingly clear to her. If you want to lift a society up, invest in women. Yes, I do agree with her. And please excuse me, I, I'm not criticizing her. I just want to ask questions as well. And I'm not criticizing her either. So sorry, you continue your show. So, so yes, I mean, I'm in between Curly and I. Clearly, we are both passionate, passionate, and and cynical at the same time. Yeah, because we are not. Um, I'm, I'm, we don't have rose-tinted glasses. I'm just obviously. trying to figure out um, how is that LSM that she's trying to help? We're gonna, how are they going to be able to afford her book in the first place? Yes, exactly. So, in this candid and inspiring book, she traces her awakening to the link between women's empowerment and the health of societies. She shows some of the tremendous opportunities that exist right now to turbocharge change, mm-hmm. and she provides simple and effective ways each one of us can make a difference. Convinced that all women should be free to decide whether and when to have children, Gates took her first step onto the global stage to make a stand for family planning. That step launched her into further efforts to ensure women everywhere have access to every kind of job, to encourage men around the globe to share equally in the burdens of household work, to advocate for paid family leave for everyone, to eliminate gender bias in all its forms. Throughout, Gates introduces us to her heroes in the movement towards equality, offers startling data, shares moving conversations she's had with women from all over the world, and shows how we can all get involved. A personal statement of passionate conviction, this book tells of Gates' journey from a partner working behind the scenes to one of the world's foremost advocates for women. Driven by the belief that no one should be excluded, all lives have equal value, and gender equity is the lever that lifts everything. So, yes, I think she... Her heart is in the right place. I completely concur. Her intention is is good. I completely concur. I... Can I? Yes. I just think that um, she must also be careful not to be too Eurocentric and um, impose her own beliefs on other people. 100%. 100%. So while we are not criticizing her and we, I think that her intention is, is good. Yeah. Oh, I right. love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave it there. Thanks so much for being my guest. It has been fabulous Only having you here, pleasure. Kuli. Only a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very it's much. It's been awesome. Have a fabulous week, everyone. As I said, the next two weeks, I will not be here with you. But hope to see you again soon. Have a fabulous holiday if you're going away. Be safe wherever you are. And enjoy those books.